listening to Tatter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Yo, 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 what's going on? This is Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. My name is Papa Tud, Troy. We got Noah behind the glass. Wait. <laughs> what? I was just waiting for I was just waiting for uh window but it looked like you stopped mid-sense like you were going to say something i'm noah behind the glass <laughs> there he is the genius did troy just have a stroke what just happened <laughs> no you know what you happened okay, was, what happened was i was getting usually i say we got the genius noah behind the glass but then when i said we got noah behind the glass and then i was like how wait, how do i say the genius part so then i was like thinking in my head like what do i say <laughs> the genius yeah himself yeah, yeah, yeah. the genius yeah. nfl network uh the genius. Classic yeah. case of, you know, mouth running faster than your brain. Yep, 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 We got Father Alvarez from the monastery. Yo, let's go Chiefs. All right, easy, easy. We'll get there. We'll get there. We will get there. But hey, uh, this is Tutter Nation. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to talk about debatably, not debatably, I think the best football weekend we've ever had in my lifetime. Yeah. You know, maybe if you, some of you old heads are out there like, oh, when the 85 Bears were there. The Ice Bowl. Brr. You remember Bart Starr? <laughs> Super Bowl one. <laughs> I'd love to talk to somebody who's been alive for every Super Bowl. I love to talk. I'm, there's people that, that have gone weird. to every yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Really? That is crazy. Yeah, there's like a, there's like two dudes. I think the, the Chiefs um, owner, like uh, the, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Um, oh, I can't remember his name, but the guy who started the AFC, the, the AFL, like way back in oh. the day, he was the one who, he was the owner of the chiefs. He started that whole league. He brought about the merger. He named, uh, the super bowl. His wife has been to every single super bowl. Wow. Since, so, wow. Yeah, Cause she's still left. Yeah. His wife. Shout out that dude's wife. Yeah. yeah man it is killing me that i can't remember his name oh lamar hunt lamar oh, hunt lamar hunt's go. wife yeah. of course lamar hunt your wife is awesome yeah so i think you're dead lamar but r.i.p yeah clark hunt that's his son okay yeah still owns him yeah let's okay. go clark good job clark hey but hey today we're gonna be talking about we're gonna do a little uh recap of the week because it was just great we're gonna do a little bit of uh tea time we're gonna talk about um a little bit of AB talk, you know, I don't know, like AB, we'll talk about you a little bit, but you're, you're, he's kind of annoying now. <laughs> like I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm just like, Hey, if AB never comes back into my life, like I'm not going to be sad. Um, <laughs> and, uh, we're gonna do a coaching carousel like we promised last week. And then we're going to get into some, uh, ranking the Super Bowls and some Tutter and Shutter. So it's going to be pretty sweet, but first we have to start it off with our giveaway. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Yeah. We're going to do this giveaway. We've been promising it for a while. It was supposed to actually be given away prior to the start of the playoffs, but something happened in the uh, the old noggins of the Tutter Nation folk. Probably the exact same thing that happened when I was starting the show. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, we, we've, uh, we missed it originally. And then last week we thought we talked about it, but the show, the show was already, uh, too full. So we're actually going to do it right now. It's going to be sweet. So 
Hey, if you guys were part of that giveaway, um, get ready because we're about to do a random generator. Uh, we're going to put numbers in. How I think it's 33. We have 33 people that have entered. We're going to randomize these numbers and hopefully you get picked. Uh, we're excited. We teamed up with 95 Cross. Um, great uh, uh, great uh, street clothing brand that has to do with football. So if you guys don't already go follow them, go follow them. Um, get some sweet merch. And for two of you guys today, yeah, that's right. I said it. Two people today are going to be getting that merch. Because we waited so long, 95 Cross is giving away a shirt, and Tutter Nation is also giving away a shirt. So here we go. Let's go. Good Let's things come to those who do wait. It. Good things come to those who wait. Let's get it going, guys. I'm blind. I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> we got our number. Our number is 19. 19. 19. Let's Who's do it. 19, Let's man. go. Do you need to count? Yeah, give, give it a little pause. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Fourteen thirty-three. A Mahomes large is coming your oh, way, baby. Mahomes large. That one was from ninety-five cross. Let's see who gets Tutter Nation. We're gonna take this giveaway and double it. Take double this it. giveaway, double it. Double, double it. it, double it, double it, double it, double it. By the way, I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. I will forever call that guy Tutter Tim. Tutter Tim. Tim. There we go, Tutter Tim. Tutter Tim, Tutter Tim Davis. Tutter nickname first episode. Uh, all right, next number is 27. This 27. We going to back find. to the front. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, was, what number was Tim Davis? <laughs> he was 19, right? Tim Davis yeah. 19? Yeah. All right, 20. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. What, wait, what number? 27. <laughs> 26. 27. Tommy Tuna, 17. What? Tommy Tuna, 17. Gonna need that Mahomes Large. Looks like we're giving away two Mahomes Large. Tommy hey. Tuna, 17. Wow. Get your merch, baby. Tutter Tommy. Tutter Tim and Tutter Tommy. Tommy Tuna. What? Tutter Tuna. <laughs> Tommy what are Tuna. the odds, man? What are oh, the odds? I love Crazy. Tommy Tuna, man. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you guys for uh, supporting the giveaway. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Hope you guys uh, have been enjoying it and listening in. Uh, this is really a show for the people, you know? It is. Yeah. It is. So, Tutter Tim, Tutter Tommy, we are going to uh, be DMing you guys that you guys won. You guys are going to see a little post that, that you guys won. And, uh, yeah, enjoy your merch. I can't wait to see you guys. Maybe when you get the shirt, put it on. Tag us. Send us a little DM that you guys got it. And, man, I'm, I'm super pumped. Can't wait for you guys to be uh, wearing that 95 cross. It's going to be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Mahomes, Ooh, we got to talk about it. Well, we'll, we'll save that for last. Save that for last. Come on. <laughs> All right. Come yeah, on. yeah. Don't, yeah. Stop jumping the gun. I'm dude. sorry, man. I just I'm, – I'm so excited. You know, I want to talk <laughs> about it. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about the best weekend of football ever, starting with Bengals titans Bengals titans it was the game that i picked against i you know my picks just 
hit the pooper this week. <laughs> it was uh, a rough Saturday for it you. It was man. a rough Saturday yeah. for me. Yeah, it was my Saturday games. Um, I'm actually glad the Chiefs won because then, like, Noah didn't win all three. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it literally – I thought Derrick Henry was going to be more of a threat. I think he's still injured. I think that's what it is. I think it's that he's just not back, mm. you know? Yeah, they definitely didn't utilize him as much as they normally do. Uh, and he was the second best running back on the team that game. Yeah, yeah. So I think that 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 just goes as you could. And he's not at all. He's by far the best running back in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I feel like he wasn't there fully. I wish, you know, they would have given us that knowledge before I bet on them. Yeah. Um, they texted me. Who texted you? The Titans. No. What what did they text? The they inside. said they said, "Hey, we tried to reach out to Troy, let him know Eric Henry is 100%. I know he picked us this week, so just let him know so he can change his pick." And I said, "I <laughs> never gave me that info. I, I guess I forgot." Yeah, that's some insider trading. I'm going to yeah, call you That's uh, collusion. Yeah, that's yeah. Noah Pelosi over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, no, like that game the Bengals actually looked like they were going to start pulling away in that game. And the Titans kept it close. The Titans kept yeah. like, oh, yeah. they kept doing things, getting these turnovers and they sacked Joe Burrow. What? Nine times, nine times, man. man. Insane. Which goes back to the beginning of the season when everyone was like, Hey, draft Panay Sewell over Jamar chase. Yeah. And they ended up going with chase because their offensive line is trash. And this year, I mean, he was sacked nine times. Like their offensive line obviously still ain't good. Yeah. Um, but Jamar Chase, I think no one would go back and say draft Panesua over right. Jamar Chase. Right. Yeah, I agree. And I have to, yeah, I've, I've been meaning to apologize to the Bengals. I did a mock draft this year and uh, I had them taking Panesua and I was kind of laughing at the thought of them not getting an offensive lineman. Of course, you know, they still need an offensive lineman. They yeah. Need help yeah. There, but Because maybe that in they, that type of game, if they had Panesua, he wouldn't have been sacked nine times. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you can't, yeah. Bengals, you know that they would not have gotten this far without Jamar Chase at all. Yeah, no, he had one of the most prolific rookie campaigns of all time. Yeah, I think it does give us a, a, a small glimpse into, hey, if this Super Bowl winds up being Bengals-Rams, which, man, I hope it doesn't. If it ends up being Bengals-Rams, Rams are a shoo-in to win, right? I think so. Because it's, with- I mean, it's it's two different approaches. It's, you know, you got the, you got getting your getting your team from the draft mm-hmm. and getting your team from trading away your draft picks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going yeah. head-to-head. Mm-hmm. And with that Rams defensive line, man, you you throw in Aaron Donald, oh, Von Miller. You you take all of the Rams guys and throw them at Joe Burrow. And I don't Jam- know if Joe then, Burrow survives. And Jamar Chase is going to be taken out by Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, you know he's not yeah. even going to be a threat if he doesn't want. If Jalen Ramsey doesn't want Jamar Chase to be a threat, he ain't going to be a threat. Yeah. Although for the first time, I did see some cracks in the armor. We'll get to that game. We'll get to that game. But we're on <laughs> we're on Bengals right now. <laughs> yeah. But I man, mean, I think the best part of the game was just the way that it ended. You know. Evan McPherson. McBalson. <laughs> Evan McBalson coming out, <laughs> kicking the big balls it's in not... big moments. Evan Balls McBalson. Yeah. Just coming out, celebrating and saying, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship, boys. Yeah, just Boom. the confidence that he comes out with. And, and he's a rookie. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't often see uh, a kicker drafted. A lot of kickers, I feel like they're undrafted free agents or they kind of just bounce around the league or get picked off practice squads. They saw this guy and they were like, he's a good kicker. We're going to draft him in the fifth round. When I'm playing Madden, I take the seventh round kicker every time. Because in Madden, every kicker says undrafted. Yeah. But then when you start scouting them, 
some kickers like, oh, this is actually a first round pick. Yeah, hundred percent. And you can get that guy in the sixth round. Same thing with fullbacks, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, take a fullback, throw him in. That's a little. End. That's a little Madden yeah. uh, tips for you guys. Never draft a kicker before the seventh round, but you can find good. Kick- you have to still scout the kickers. Yeah, yeah, it's facts. Yeah. But no, Evan McBalson, dude, he literally, <laughs> like, the swag on that guy is insane. Yeah. I heard him on uh, Pat McAfee's show, and he was literally talking about Pat McAfee had this ball on the table, and it was uh, a ball, a football with all of um, Vinatieri's records on it. Dang! And he was like, "Hey, what, 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 what ball is that?" And he's like, "Oh, this is my Vinatieri record ball." And he's like, "What's the record for um, most field goals in a single season in the playoffs?" And he was like, "Oh, it's fourteen. Like he read it off the ball, and he's like, "I have eight watch out mm. so like he's thinking and then he was like and then they all were oh like what like don't don't disrespect finitary like that and he's like i'm just saying i have two more games yeah so he's Dang. even talking about two dude. more games yeah and that's a lot coming from can we we can't forget that this guy was the same guy who playing against the packers he and uh mason crosby were trading missed field goals like it like it was nothing remember they i think evan mcpherson missed like Five field goals, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, that that game was brutal. I don't know what was going on that game, but yeah, it was honestly that might have been the worst game. So the Bengals were in the best weekend of football ever, and one of the worst games. Oh yeah, I put that in maybe the top three. I think the Steelers Lions game was pretty bad too yeah, this year. That's true. But I mean, good for Evan McPherson for bouncing back. But, but dude, like the Bengals got to have the most swag in the NFL. They're definitely the coolest team. Jabal Chase. <laughs> Joe Ballo. Joe, <laughs> Joe Burrows. <laughs> Joe Shiesty. Yeah, Joe Shiesty Balls. Yeah. And Evan McBalson, dude. Yeah, like, dude. they just, they got big balls. Don't forget Ball Mixon, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back and count the amount of times that we say balls on this show. Oh, man. <laughs> But anyways, I mean, that that was the first game of the weekend. It ended with Evan McBalson's kick, goes through the uprights. They're going to the AFC Championship. The Titans, who have lost in the AFC Championship a couple of times. Um, actually, last year, they lost the AFC Championship to I the think, Chiefs, right? Titans? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did. Every time, I think they have, every time they've had the first round bye, I think they've lost their first game coming out of it. I think that's what I heard. Like, it's happened like four times or something like that. Some teams, I feel like it's better if they don't get the bye. Yeah. I feel like they, they get the bye, they lose steam, and then they just can't can't bounce back. You it's know? every team left, yeah. They, yeah. N- nobody had the bye. Reminds no, me of the Giants a few years back. They took that boat trip. You guys remember that? Oh, the they classic, had the bye week. They take the boat, boat trip. trip dude. They come back next week. They just get decimated. Ever it's since great. that boat trip, the, the the Giants haven't been the same. <laughs> no, literally. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I feel like uh, Vrabel is a great coach. He's going to be a great coach for a long time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was a, a Belichick-McVay uh, coaching tree, coach off, and it looked like McVay won. McVay. Wait a minute. Which – I'm confused. The Bengals head coach. Um, oh, oh Zach, Zach Taylor. Taylor. Zach Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Came from McVay. Vrabel came from Belichick. Oh. So a little Belichick McVay coach off, and McVay won. That's a lot of wins in McVay's corner right there. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. So next game. Next game, we got Niners, Niners Packers. Packers. Another McVay off. 
Yeah, because this one is Kyle Shanahan. Which wasn't McVay, really, but they came from the same coaching yeah. tree of uh, his dad, yeah, Mike, Mike Shanahan. And then, so I guess it's a, it's a Mike Shanahan off. Mm, okay. Because then McVay had uh, LaFleur, Peter LaFleur. <laughs> and uh, McFleur and Shanahan went together, and Shanahan ends up winning. So McVay's guy lost in this instance. Um, but, man, that was a boring game. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talked about this before the show, but the fact that it was five degrees probably had something to do with it. Uh, there For was, sure. There was a quote that was, uh, I think it was one of the Packers players. He was like, when it's when it's so cold you can't feel your fingers and your toes, you find out who really wants to play football. And I was like, that's fair. I don't want to play football in uh, five-degree weather. <laughs> yeah, no, the coldest I ever played in was 13 degrees, and I was it was death. Yeah. Like, it wasn't fun, but... That's what is good about Lambo. Playing in January Lambo, it's gonna be that cold. Yeah. And the Packers know that. Especially and over a team from California. Exactly. The Niners are coming there like they're the ones out of the weather. Yeah. You know, the the Packers are supposed to be the ones that can just take you take it to you in that weather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh man, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if he if that was the moment that he was just like, Yeah, I'm done being a Packer, you know, because it didn't seem like he really I mean, the de- uh, the defense of the 49ers is playing lights out yeah, for sure. Um, but, I mean, he takes it to the Niners on the first drive, scores like nothing. And then after that point, they, he doesn't score again Yeah, until the end. They kick a field goal. But, like, in the last three possessions at the end of the game, when they were when they were up 10-7, Rodgers gets a possession, goes three and out. They're, they're tied 10-10. Rodgers gets a possession, goes three and out. Again, tied 10-10, Rodgers gets a possession, go three and like he went three and out three times at the end of the game. And if you're Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau, home field in January to go to the NFC championship at the end of the game, and you have three times to do it, like I would have yeah. bet money that Rodgers get it done. It goes to show that uh that football really is like an all around team sport, right? Like you might have uh one of the best quarterbacks under center, but he he's not going to win the game for you. It all went down to special teams. Why did the 49ers win? They had a better better special teams unit 100%. and defense. Than, and and defense. I mean, Packers defense still played well. 49ers no, no, Packers defense played well, but like yeah. the, the the that that game was a defensive game, but then yeah, yeah the the special teams is the thing cuz the Niners offense didn't score. Yeah, at all. Like, field goal. They didn't score any touchdowns. They scored a yeah, field yeah, goal yeah. at the end of the game to win it. Like and that was a, the second game in a row where a field goal with no time remaining wins the game, but like Garoppolo, man, he doesn't didn't look good at all the whole game. Like there yeah. was nothing he did besides maybe that last drive to get him in a field goal range. That and he was hurt too, right? He has like uh, something with his thumb. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that they wouldn't try out Trey Lance at a certain point, but maybe it's it's just too yeah. big of a game. Yeah, it's too you know? too much. So. And Garoppolo's you know doing it. I mean, the, yeah, we'll we'll see this next week, but. He did not look good yeah. at all. I think the reason that this game is considered, you know, like a great game, obviously it was the most boring to watch out of all the games. What made it great was the upset factor of it was yeah. was the fact that the Packers were so dominant and they're in Lambeau and this is their chance and Aaron Rodgers is nearing the end of his career and uh, there's no reason that they shouldn't get it done against this team in California that passed up on Aaron Rodgers in the draft. There's no reason they shouldn't be able to beat him. And the whole game I was watching, I I never felt like the Packers were going to lose, not for a second until, like the blocked punt, for a touchdown. Then I then I started thinking, okay, this actually 
could go the other way. And they actually blocked a field goal too. Yeah. The Niners blocked a field goal earlier yeah. in the game, yeah. right before halftime. Um, and then they blocked the punt they and needed, then score a touchdown on that block both. punt. All special teams. All man. special teams, yeah. yeah. So that's literally, you know, there's three there is three facets of the game. And and Debo Samuel had a couple big returns too. That yeah. dude is just nuts. Like he's by far probably one of the most fun players to watch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Noah texted me during one of these games. Uh he was like, Hey, would you rather have Debo Samuel or Cooper Cup on the Chiefs? And I was like, Debo Samuel and Tyreek Hill on the same team. Could you imagine? Terrifying. Un- unstoppable. Yeah. But Cooper Cup also. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll but no, I, I yeah, I don't even know. Like <laughs> if if yeah, someone told me to I think Cooper Cup might have more longevity in him than what Debo like yeah. what Debo Samuel because he plays doing, running back and everything exactly too, like so, what yeah. he's doing right now I give him like three or four years at this level yeah of what he's doing Cooper Cup could be a receiver for a while yeah Yo, yeah especially the way he plays yeah. yeah yeah hey Noah you brought up something that I, I wasn't even really thinking about but the fact that uh yeah the 49ers passed up on Rodgers and it reminds me of the fact that Man, Rodgers, so Rodgers keeps losing to the 49ers in the mm-hmm. playoffs, right? Like, they're his kryptonite. Yeah. I wonder if maybe there's something in him that's just like, because he was a 49ers fan growing up. He's just like, I can't ruin the he 49ers, still for the Niners. Super Bowl chances. Yeah, yeah. Even when I'm playing against them, I just can't. So I think he wants to go to the AFC. That way he doesn't have to face them until the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl. And then he'll yeah. lose. Yeah, yeah, and then he'll yeah. lose. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think what what this what this weekend really showed me is what I've known for a while. Um, one, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of good young AFC quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, the AFC is stacked in quarterbacks. What I also learned is that the AFC doesn't like to play defense, and like the NFC is like when you look at all the the powerhouses in the NFC. The Rams, they play good. De- I don't. I mean, we'll talk about the game, but they play good defense, and they have a uh, good offense. You know, the Niners, they mm-hmm. play great defense, and if you look at their offensive efficiency, they have a good offense. You know, you look at the Cowboys, they play great defense, they have a good offense. You look at you take all the powerhouses, Buccaneers, the, the, Packers. the Buccaneers, the Packers, they play great defense and they have a good offense. That's how you. That's how you get to where you get in the NFC. And the AFC, it's completely opposite. Yeah. You just have this offense that can just score 50 points a game, and you're just like, yeah, if the defense can't stop, it doesn't matter because we're going to score 50 points. Yeah. And like that's what we've been seeing these playoffs. I think the Bengals' defense has really been stepping up lately. I feel like the Titans are kind of out, outside of that. Their offense isn't as prolific as their defense is mm-hmm. too. Um, but if you look at the, like the, the Ravens, kind of the same thing. The the Raiders, kind of the same thing. The, all the AFC, the Chargers, same thing. They have these great offenses that can just put up a bunch of points, and their defense is kind of nowhere to be found. Great point. Yeah. I'd like to see, taking a look at the regular season, um, AFC teams versus NFC teams, how many AFC teams won those games versus how many NFC teams won those games. Yeah, and I don't even know if – because, I mean, I think statistically the Bills, right, and we'll get to this game, but statistically the Bills' defense – was number one in the league. So going into that game, I was like, man, the Chiefs' offense is unreal. The Bills have a pretty good offense, and the Chiefs' defense is really bad. It ranks at like 28 uh, in the when you rank the whole defense. Yeah. And then the Bills literally, not just in the top, like they're number one ranked. So I was like, I think I'm going to give it to the Bills. Mm-hmm. 
um, just because of that. And so it's not always the fact that, you know, your defense can, I think there's a certain level. I think great defenses can shut down good offenses. I don't know. It's really hard, especially with the rules and everything, the way the NFL is played right now for great defenses to stop great offenses. I think the, the it's tilted in the offense's favor. Yeah. Well, I think we'll see who wins out depending on whoever winds up going to the Super Bowl. Because, yeah, all four teams, right? We we see uh, on the NFC side, two, two of the best defenses in the league. AFC side, two of the best offenses in the league. So either way, Super Bowl matchup is going to be incredible offense versus incredible defense. I'm excited to see who wins out. It's going to be sweet. Yeah. yeah. The, ne- the next game we got to talk about is Rams and uh, Bucks. I loved this game in the beginning. Um, the Rams, <laughs> the Rams look like they were just plowing through the Bucks. I'm like, heck yeah, like this is it, like this is our year. Um, finally, looks like everything's clicking for us. And then uh, halftime, we go up 28 to three. We're up 27, 20, 27 yeah. to three, which is very reminiscent to 28 yeah, to three. Yeah, a little too close. A little too close. <laughs> um, and. Uh, you know, Brady just saw that 27, 28 to 3, and he just started getting all his juices back from his yeah. kids. He probably kissed his kids at halftime and everything <laughs> and, um, you know, came back and just started going. But it, it, here's the thing, and this is why I was I was interested in what you were going to say, Noah, because the Rams' offense in the, in the first half was just unreal. I think in the second half, the Rams' offense wasn't bad either. But what happened was – we at every moment tried to give the game away. Like we fumbled on the three yard line going into score a touchdown. Right Weren't there, four fumbles in that game. There was four fumbles in the second half. Yeah, and we lost them all. So that's the thing is like we fumbled on the three yard line going into score a touchdown. That would have been another touchdown that we had. I, I think that would have been insurmountable for the comeback. It would have been. I mean, yeah. they 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 tied it up in the last seconds. Right. Um. And then we fumble. He, he fumbles it again. So that's Cam Akers. You know, people can talk about, you know, sh- you, Cam Akers just came back. Should you be giving him this much reps? I mean, when you watch him play, he's unreal. Yeah. Like the cuts he makes, how fast he is, how he can get to get. Like, I love watching Cam Akers play. I think we would have been a far better team all year if we had him. Um, and it's nice to have him right now. So I think, yeah, you keep giving him the ball. But he fumbled two times. In really big situations, one time about to score a touchdown, the next time he fumbled it on like the twenty yard line, when the Bucks needed to score one more touchdown to tie up the game, and they ended up doing it. They only had to go twenty yards. The 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 drive before that, Cooper Cup, who never fumbles, fumbles the ball at like the fifteen yard line. So two of those touchdowns were scored on twenty yards or less, and so like that's fourteen points scored. And so you know. You look at what happened, it's like, oh my gosh, but like literally, I mean, Von Miller does a strip sack of Tom Brady, gets the ball back. In the very next play, our center oh. just snaps the ball right past what? Stafford. <laughs> Stafford was like giving a, a audible or whatever. The center just snaps it, and he doesn't just snap it, man. He snaps this thing as hard as he can, and the ball goes like 25 yeah, yards a, down like the field. Yeah. Stafford's eyes got so wide, man. <laughs> Dude, so like all these things, like these are three things, three fumbles right th- or no, four fumbles right there that had such an impact on the game. That again, like that was only like 25 yards to score that. To, so 21 of the Bucks points was on like 25 yards or less coming off a huge fumble. Um and so I don't feel like our defense really 
had a chance to, you know, give up 25 yards. Like any defense gave up 25 yards, Totally. you know? And when they had the ball, when Brady had the ball and he had to drive the whole field, like he couldn't do it. And I feel like the same thing with like Evans, when, when Ramsey's was on Evans this week, like there was a time when Ramsey was staying on his left side. He likes being on the left side. He was staying down there. And then, uh, Mike Evans caught like three passes in a row and he was just like, he said, I'm going to stay with that. Like, he was like, F this, you go away. I'm exactly. guarding Evans. He's just going to guard him. And then Evans ends up scoring that touchdown. That's on what him. I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Evans ends up scoring this touchdown on him. Um, and it, and it did seem weird because Ramsey like looked like he got beat. He got burned. He did. He got beat and burned, yeah. but which that's what I'm talking about. I never see that happen with Ramsey. Yeah. It's no. happened. It's happened. Like you can count it on one hand, maybe. And I, you know what's funny? Times. I bet it. I bet that stays with them, and I bet he ain't gonna let that happen again. This yeah. whole no, night. yeah, and 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 you came away, you came away with the win, so it's you know you can talk about it. And it's that last drive like, was insane. Oh my gosh! Just Stafford to Cup, Stafford to Cup. That defense was sketchy call at the end. He they blitzed Stafford, um, and then that that high safety like came down, and there was just no one behind Cup and. I was pissed, man. I was I was real pissed. I was I, like, we literally gave this game away. I heard. I mean, I was I was making the highlight in in my little office area, and I could hear Troy in the living room, <laughs> just his reaction. And my, I have a delay on the game too, so I like I uh, would hear his reaction. I'd be like, oh shoot, like what like what happened? And then it'd be a fumble, and then I'd hear like woo hoo, and I was like, oh shoot, what's gonna happen? I'm like, oh, it'd be huge pass to cup. Um, Classic Troy sounds, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I was so pumped. On that, and then you know Matt Gay comes in, uh, Gay Boy, and kicks <laughs> it right through. And uh, yeah, man, I mean we win the game, and that's all that matters. It was way closer than it should have been, but it wasn't like when you watch the game and you and you pick it all apart. It wasn't that our defense like self destructed. It was not. our offense literally in the beginning of the game put in all this work, mm-hmm. and then. Every single thing that can go wrong went wrong in the second half, and we still put in enough work in the first half to win the game. Um, I always think it's funny when, you know, if you listen to talk radio or whatever, people always, oh, my gosh, the Rams, man. Like, they look like they almost self-destruct, this, this, and that. It's like, but no one, everyone's like, oh, the Bucks almost did it. No one ever talks about the other way where, like, the Bucks self-destruct in the first half. Yeah. And they had a good second half. They looked yeah. awful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's like it's all about narrative. That's the thing about this game too. That's like that if Brady would have won, I think that obviously the ratings would have been way higher on it and everyone would have loved it more. Of course, for Rams fans, it, it's a better game if you guys yeah, win, of yeah. course. But that's it's the underdog kind of story and how it finishes with like yeah, the comeback. The, but the the all the headlines would say Stafford sucks mm. and he can't get it done. Even though Stafford had a great game, there's nothing wrong Stafford did. Literally nothing wrong. He didn't throw any picks. He didn't. He literally almost fumbled it. He, he almost, almost lost fumbled. It. He did. Almost. He, and that was scary. But like he didn't do anything wrong. But the headline would have been Stafford can't wing. Stafford can't get it done. Um, so it's all about the end of the game. We're such a like creature of like what's happening right now. No, because no one's talking about how bad the Bucks were at the first half. They were just like, oh man, they had a great second half. I'll talk about how bad the Bucks defense was on that final drive. Oh. Man, the Rams just. How do you know? Like how much time was left on the clock? Because all I can thirteen seconds, something like that, right? <laughs> all I can think of is Stafford just running down that field, screaming, "Riley, Riley!" <laughs> <laughs> this, we got two videos now of Stafford just sprinting down the field, Dude, cussing people it. out. He's booking. Get it. on the line. 
Dude, I love yeah, that's and that was really reminiscent. I don't know if you guys remember this with Stafford's fake clock. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. one of the yeah, that was one of the and then he dives into the end zone. Yeah, one of my favorite plays ever. But so yeah, sick. speaking of Stafford, I was gonna say this for the when we talk about the Chiefs game, but you know, I figured we should we're talking about Stafford now. Um a lot of people are are throwing on this nickname for Mahomes, the Grim Reaper. Mm. Oh, that 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 is the coldest yeah. quote of all time. Yeah, when hands out to Andy Reid. Be the Grim Reaper. No, it's inc- it's absolutely incredible. I've seen some really cool artwork come out of it. Um, but I just got I just got to share one thing. Can we do like a Tatter Nation shirt with that? Oh, we totally can. But <laughs> but here's the thing. I you know there could be some debate that Stafford is the Grim Reaper. Okay. Listen to listen to what he had to say after he <laughs> after he ended the Buccaneers. Come back chances. He's like, I'm going to take my seat and just shh, cross your neck off in the... It's a whole lot more fun when you got to make a play like that to win the game and, and uh, just steal somebody's soul. You know, that's what it feels like sometimes where they're sitting there going, man, we just had this great comeback. And uh, you get to reach in there and, and take it from them. And that's, uh, that's a whole lot of fun. Pure evil. And that oh hasn't gosh. even been edited, right? That's just no. It was just—it started getting all foggy <laughs> in, in the room, and yeah, no. There's no doubt in my mind now after listening to that that Stafford is the Grim Reaper. I, I, I heard. I'm like, wait a minute. We're not talking about this. There's it's no stealing souls. <laughs> There's no better feeling than when you can just reach in there and snatch someone's soul. <laughs> wait, I love, I love the like his. Um, Alternate personality. Yeah, his, inner, his inner darkness. His inner darkness. Is Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, that's, that's great. Awesome. Uh, yeah. But no, that that quote is uh, unbelievable. Oh, it's incredible. I've I, never heard it before. It's so good. I feel like uh, I'm going to see Matthew Stafford with a very emo look next week. You know, looking like <laughs> Derek some, Carr. He somehow has bangs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's going to be Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man Three. <laughs> He's got to come out on the field just doing that dance. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, so I feel like in the future, we definitely need uh, Mahomes Grim Reaper merch mm-hmm. and Stafford Grim Reaper merch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Love it. Yeah. That'd be a good Super That's Bowl, coming. the Grim Reaper Bowl. Yeah. Ooh, the Ooh, Reaper, the Reaper Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> Don't be smoking it. no Reaper Bowls, though. <laughs> Reaper or Reaper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Yeah, but, I mean, that game, obviously, I was I was a fan of the end of it and the beginning of it and the, it, me, the middle parts. I was just – I was angry. I was yeah. angry. But it, it's, it's kind of fun as a fan watching a game that's that tight. It is. Because you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Will my team do it? And uh, switching over to the final game, in my opinion, the game, the best game, potentially one of the best games ever played the Chiefs and Bills. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, I do like I I don't want to be a downer, Debbie Downer, because this game, this game was sick. But like like when I'm watching this last fourth quarter, yeah, my jaw was on the floor for the majority of the fourth quarter. Yeah. And it was just an amazing game all around. But when I everyone does value offense way more than defense in the NFL. It's exciting, man. It's exciting. It's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. It's exciting. And I get it. Like I really do understand it. People like watching high scoring games. It's not the best football. Yeah. Though. You're a defensive guy. Exactly. Yeah. Being a defensive guy, like watching that, like I do love watching scoring too, especially when it's my team. But like there's so much stuff in the end of that game that just shouldn't have happened. Yeah. You know, um, even the fact that like it, 
special teams wise, like you, you, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like the Chiefs' offense is so good that they won the game because their special teams missed two kicks. Right, they missed an extra point. They missed a field goal, which was terrifying. When we need a field goal to tie the game to send it to overtime, I know. And we've got a kicker who's just missed two kicks. I know. To the drama, yeah. So like the special teams, they didn't really have it. The defense, they really didn't have it. They just had the offense, and it still worked out for them somehow. So like the 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 AFC, I think that the top of the AFC is just these different offenses that with these different quarterbacks that are just so good. The Bills defense being number one and going into that situation where you just need – I mean, when the Bills scored with two minutes left, I was like, let's go. Like, defense, let's go. It's over. Mahomes goes down the field way too easily and just scores. Yeah. Or, well, the Bills scored with 13 seconds left. So No, the, I'm that, saying that the, was, with two minutes left, the Bills scored. Yeah. And then with one minute left, and the And then Chiefs with scored. one minute left, yeah. the Chiefs scored. it was like a minute 53 or something like that. And then the – the and then the Bills go and take and Josh Allen just completely dismantles that defense, scores again with 13 seconds left. And I'm telling you, my jaw was literally on the floor because when the Chiefs scored that one, I'm like, okay, the Chiefs won. And then the Bills, I'm like, okay, Bills won. Definitely. 13 seconds. There's no doubt in my mind, Bills win. There's a there. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. There's a little doubt in my mind. I'm like, can? The, but it was kind of a joke. It was like, can 13 seconds be too long? For uh, the timeouts helped a lot for sure with them, but yeah, they had two yeah. timeouts. When you got Tyreek Hill and you got Travis Kelsey, this is uh, this is how the Bills were Bills fans were feeling after that <laughs> final seconds. touchdown with 13 seconds remaining on the clock. They were uh, they were pretty confident. There was so much confidence saying Bills are going to the AFC Championship game only for Patrick Mahomes, the real Grim Reaper, to come in with 13 seconds left. Guys, Patrick Mahomes had like 150 passing yards in the last like three minutes of that game. Yeah. And overtime. Like he had like, and you look at his stats, he had like 389 passing yards or something like that, right? But like 150 of those happened in like literally the last minutes of the game. So you take those away, like the Bills' defense wasn't doing that bad yeah. the whole game, but they just self-destruct. And that's the thing with the Chiefs, because man, when you when you've got guys trying to guard Tyreek Hill, there was this one moment where um, there was there was a a kick return that, or it was a punt return yeah. um, that had to get done over, and Andy Reid was like, "You're telling me that these guys have to chase Tyreek Hill again?" Yeah, yeah, we're going to do that. Because then you wind up tiring out the defense, and I feel like that's what we saw, you know? Three quarters of great defense, three quarters of, you know, making making perfect stops, and then the fourth quarter, last two minutes, defense is just wiped, man. Yeah. They have to keep going back out there. They have to keep stopping these guys. Yeah. In the final two minutes of the game, 25 points were scored. This isn't – that's not counting – this isn't counting play or uh, overtime. Literally just the final two minutes of the game, 25 points were scored in that game. Insane. Yeah. And I think that we talk a lot about Mahomes and Allen, which we, which we should. They're two of, if not the two best you know, quarterbacks in the league. But I think we, yeah, we got to talk about the wide receivers in this game too. 
Gabriel yeah. Davis. I mean, he, if he wasn't on that, if, if if he wasn't on the field, that game wouldn't even be close. Maybe the, like he was, he absolutely played lights out. He put a move on on a defender to score like the final touchdown. That was Skates. I've never never Skates. seen anything like that in my life. Yeah. And I think I think an underrated stat too in the uh, in in the NFL is like I feel like we should, we should talk about like air yards versus like yards after catch a little bit more mm-hmm. because um, because I, you know like a lot of those yards especially with like Tyree Kill and you got Travis Kelsey like they weren't Yak. these huge passes Tyree Kill would catch it in like a ten yard dump and just take off for like ninety yards yeah for and sure and that's in, who does but that? I feel like Gabriel Davis yards were all air yards yeah that's exactly yeah yeah, yeah he would he would put yeah get open because Josh open. Allen there's this throw that Josh Allen had to, there was that super long touchdown like the seventy five yard touchdown yep. He threw it like 55 yards in the air. But the craziest thing, normally when you throw a deep pass like that, the ball goes out of the camera. Mm-hmm. Like he, they throw it up and you lose the ball and then you just see the guy down there and you're like, hopefully he gets it. Dude, this one was crazy because the ball, it was a missile. The ball never left the camera's sight and it just like, you could see the ball. The whole, it was weird. Like I, I remember yeah. like watching it being like, that's weird. Normally you lose sight of the ball. 50 yards just dimed him. And he, you know, he went yeah. down the field. That was insane. That that Gabriel Davis Josh Allen connection was just out of this world. And I was I was losing my mind at the Chiefs defense because I was like, how, how are you gonna let this man score four times? Just somebody get on this guy, oh, yeah. double was, cover him. But it was crazy too because the the Josh Allen man he had to he had to convert like four or five fourth downs. And they weren't like fourth and shorts, like they were fourth and long, and he yeah. just kept doing it, kept doing it. That last, that fourth and thirteen touchdown, that was the one I think that he got skates, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he put a defender gets uh, that, and I was just, I was just like, um, um, I was like, this is unbelievable, crazy. Um, that two point conversion to Diggs was just oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Like he was scrambling around. Diggs didn't do much that game, but except for that, like yeah, that was it. Through. That was that last moment, yeah. and like he, the Bills literally did every single thing they could do to win the game. They didn't have except besides their defense. The Bills' offense did every single thing yeah. they needed to do. Had a great game. Probably Josh Allen's best game of all time. Probably, definitely Gabriel Davis' best game that he's ever had. That game is probably going to make him a lot of money. Honestly, yeah. Um. Yeah, and it just we, all we the, do. The one thing that Josh Allen yeah. could have done better was called heads. Yeah, honestly, but <laughs> it, it, but tails never fails, man. That's the, that's the fails. thing. That's what I was thinking about because I was just like when I when he was going up there, I said tails because I know tails never fails. It's a yeah. rhyme, and if it rhymes, it's true. <laughs> um, I think if he would have said heads and it would have been tails, people would have been pissed because yeah. tails never fails. Yeah. You know, so he did what he had to do. Yeah, he was he was he had to call tails because if he if if you go out there and you call heads and it's tails, idiot. That's grim reaper. Like (laughs) you're dead. (laughs) If you go out there and you call tails and it's heads, it's like well, tails never fails. Yeah. So you aren't wrong, and it just happened to be heads. Yeah. You know, universe was against you in that. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you gonna do when uh, the universe is against you? Yeah. And there's there was a lot of talk about. (laughs) about changing overtime rules and stuff after this game, especially, you know, yeah. um, obviously it was, you know, both teams went into it knowing what the rules were. So, you know, it was, a, it was a fair game. Um, but Christian, after, after being on both sides of this, yeah. you know, I, like, I'm like, how were you, how were you feeling as a Chiefs fan when it was, when you were on the raw side of it and how do you feel 
now that you're on the on the like the plus side of it, I guess. Yeah, you're talking about the I think it was the 2018 Patriots Chiefs AFC Championship game. This one had had more uh, more at stake because this was a trip to the Super Bowl. Whoever wins this one, Patriots Chiefs go into overtime. Tom Brady gets the ball. Patriots go to the Super Bowl. Chiefs are are sitting on the couch at home. And honestly, it was heartbreaking. So I know exactly like where the Bills fans mm. are at uh, to know that man, you're just like one one possession away from from making it to the biggest uh game and uh it sucks honestly so for me i was like i'm stoked that it was kind of like that redemption game that like okay now we get things to go our way and that's an awesome feeling but at the same time i'm like let's just let's just avoid this still broken yeah it's still broken it's a it's an awful system and so yeah they gotta they gotta switch the overtime rules you guys you guys know i i don't think going to the way college overtime does it is the answer i know a lot of people are saying that i don't think that's the answer i think college overtime is kind of stupid could you explain how they do in college real quick yeah so college overtime you start from like the 25 yard line and you go in if you score or don't score the other team starts in the 25 yard line and goes in the thing with that that is stupid is if the first team doesn't like because you can kick a field goal too if you want if the first team doesn't kick the field goal then the second team just has to kick a field goal from like the 25 yard line. Yeah. It's just kind of dumb to, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, and it can go on for a long time because teams just keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. 25 yards. Like I said, when the Rams are playing, isn't that long of a field to defend? Um, I, you guys know I'm a big hockey guy and it's cool because in the way hockey does overtime in the regular season is far different than the way they do it in the postseason. Mm-hmm. In the regular season hockey, it's three on three on the ice just this weird dynamic where there's not that many people out there and like the overtimes are done really quick and it's only a five minute overtime three on three. And if you don't, no one scores in that three on three, it goes to a shootout and that's how it ends. Like no one ties in hockey. You go to a shootout, you end in the playoffs. You, they play five on five, 20 minute periods. It just keeps going. Mm. So if you just, you just add an extra period, you just add an extra period. Uh, now it's a fourth period, 20 minutes, five on five. And you just go until someone scores and it's scoring done. So sometimes in hockey, so first team to score wins in hockey. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes, but you, everyone's fair. You, you know, you're out there, you, yeah, you, yeah. you puck drop and it's fair, you know? So you can be in a trip. I've seen triple overtimes, you know, that's double the game time, you know? Yeah. And, but in the playoffs, the fans don't care. You know, no one care. No one would care at all if in the playoffs a game went a whole nother quarter. Yeah. No one would care if give it fifteen more minutes, play the quarter out. Maybe play. To, maybe it's not just whoever scores first. Maybe you play the whole quarter out. Maybe you play the whole fifteen minute quarter. And if you know in the playoffs, if you go to an overtime, you get another quarter. You know, I don't know. And then, but what but, happens if you go into overtime and then at the end of overtime? It's still a tie, double overtime. Yeah, same you just thing. keep going just until keep you going. until you until you can do it. Or or here's the other thing. Here's the way to make it not like that. I think I was talking to you about this, and, but I, but here's what I'm saying. In the regular season, you can even keep it the way it is right now. I don't think anyone in week three would be like, oh, we didn't win the coin toss, and then we lost. Like first to score yeah. regular season, keep it. That keeps games low, whatever. Maybe in the playoffs, whoever wins the coin toss decides if they go first or second. But it's a kickoff. It's the whole thing. You don't start from the 25. You get the kickoff. You go down. And if you don't score, then the other team can score a field goal and win. Um, if they do score, the other team has the chance to get the kickoff, go down and score. But they have to go for two. Yeah. So that way, 
that's an extra little caveat. That's, that's a caveat like, that yeah. like if you but choose, it doesn't keep the game running. It won't go. You either again. lose or win. Yeah. You had your chance. Your defense couldn't stop them from scoring. That first team went and scored. Now your offense has to go score to keep it going, and you have to go for two, which means you might win or you might lose. And if the uh, if the first team doesn't score, then all you gotta do is kick. All you gotta do, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that would be because yeah, they a had their chance. Way both teams get a chance. Yeah. Both defenses get a chance. Both offenses get a chance. Um, and then to just keep it from going on forever, throw in that little you gotta go for two thing. And that's scary for that defense, but it's yeah. also, you know, scary for the so it's it's I think it would be a fun way. What happens if uh the first team kicks a field goal and then the second team kicks a field goal? Then the other team gets it back and and it just and then goes. It just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. At some point in football, like it's gonna. Yeah. One team's gonna. It's gonna stop. stop. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good for the postseason because obviously I get in the regular season like you have to you have to have like you have another game coming on the same network right after it's scheduled or you have a new like another program so they actually have to wrap it up. In some ways, I get it; it's not ideal, but yeah, giving giving both teams a chance that makes sense. I hope that now that it's happened twice in like fairly you know just a few uh, just a few short years um, that they'll finally start making some changes because when Andy Reed and, and the chiefs organization, uh, like when, it, when we lost the coin toss and everything, um, and they took it to all of the owners and were like, Hey, we should change the, the overtime rules. Um, it was voted on. No, even, yeah. even by the bill's owner. And do you remember, so the do you bill's owner, what, sure what they like proposed though, like what they, like it was like a, they had some like kind of like, they had some different approach to overtime. I'm trying to remember yeah, what it was. I, I don't remember. I, I was I'd just thinking about this. Up. This is totally never going to happen, but like this would be kind of sick. You know, like I was thinking hockey, seven on seven. hockey shootouts, you know, what if you just get your kickers out there Ooh. and you just 50 yeah. yard line bombs. <laughs> Dude, that'd be, I mean, that would, it's like a, it's like a, in soccer, you do the, yeah. uh, what's it called? Goal kicks yeah. or yeah, sure. Shootout. Yeah. Dude, that would have that so much shootout? value to kickers. Too, which we, I feel like we need that in the NFL. Yeah, that yeah. Your ki- then your kicker really matters because if you're in the playoffs, do it for the brand, man. Yeah, but it, it's not just that. So you you get this. This would be a situation where if you wanted to have a fourth quarter or a fifth quarter, fifteen minute fifth quarter, if it's still tied, then you just send your kickers out there, and they start at the forty yard line, kick forty forty. All right, go back to the 45, 45, 45. Yeah, and then whoever is the last kicker standing, guarantee you. If if that were to be the case, kickers start getting paid a little bit more. Oh, yeah, they oh, start baby. they start getting getting their worth. You know, <laughs> you, they probably have a separate kicker that just does that. Yeah, oh, that's a you lot know? of pressure though on one kicker being like, "This is all I get paid for <laughs> in my career is to this one kick." I mean, that's what kickers kind of are already. <laughs> oh, totally. But they at least have like a few kicks a game. Yeah, yeah, If it's yeah, one they kick get a, a bounce season, back. <laughs> one kick a year. Could you imagine? Oh. Just for the playoffs. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Crazy. Just beads of sweat every game. But, yeah, man, that, that week was, I think, as we just talked through it, you guys can figure it out if you didn't watch yourself, which if you didn't watch yourself, we listen to our show, like, reprioritize your life, <laughs> I guess. I think it's a good priority. Yeah, yeah. I, I get. I, yeah, actually, you know what? <laughs> Keep going. Um, <laughs> but no, like that that week was just unreal. I'm so glad that we all got to um, witness it together. I'm so glad that we all got to talk about it together. And uh, yeah, send us, um, send us some DMs. Talk about, you know, what was your favorite part of the weekend? Um, is your team still in it? But here we go. Tea time. 
and welcome to Tetanation Tea Time. <sighs> That's good. That is good. What are you guys doing my tea? <laughs> that wasn't tea. Uh, <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, so tea time this week, we're going to kind of be uh, doing this on um, AB, a little AB talk and a little Sean Payton talk. So Yeah. So AB, starting with him, yeah. uh, th- this can just be really quick, but AB, man, he posted on Twitter uh, a picture of him in a Ravens jersey. And I know that there's been a lot of talk about him potentially coming to the Ravens, him wanting to play with Lamar Jackson. Last year, he, uh, during the offseason, was uh, seen working out with Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown, who uh, who Marquise Brown is is Antonio Brown's cousin. So, Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. Brown. I didn't yeah. know that. How did I not know that? Yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, now, you, now you do. The is, more you know. Is A.B. from Florida? I don't know, man. I don't huh. know. Maybe. I think he is. Is yeah. he? Because, Hol- yeah, Hollywood Brown's from Florida. Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood and uh, I, I don't even know <laughs> Bo- <laughs> Bollywood, <laughs> <laughs> the first uh, Indian NFL player, <laughs> Bollywood Brown. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he uh, AB. Like I said before, like I'm kind of done with AB saga. He's been on the Steelers, which he was just ridiculous on the Steelers. He has like 182 of uh Roethlisberger's all-time touchdowns which is just yeah. like it like his and Roethlisberger has had great receivers you talk about Mike Wallace and Heinz Ward and like all these guys that you think yeah. about it's like these no like Antonio Brown just destroys all of them in touchdowns um but yeah man he, he went he got he got basically booted from the Steelers he goes to the Raiders gets booted from the Raiders he goes to the Patriots gets booted from the Patriots he goes to the Bucks, gets booted from the Bucks. It's like, at what point do you just? It's like him and uh, what's the other guy that's on a new team every year after smoking weed? Oh, uh, Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. He's that on dude, the Chiefs right now, by the way. <laughs> he's on the Chiefs right now. He can't stop just being a, an addict. Yeah, and I think he's actually in a good spot. It seems like I feel like this is the first season that he hasn't no, gotten that's booted what from th- a team. That's, that's what, what you think. think. Yeah, that's, don't. I, he was on the Seahawks. That's what I thought too. He might be. This might be his longest good stretch. But yeah, I, I think he just actually got moved down to the practice squad. So okay. yeah, because yeah. they found a half pound of marijuana in his pocket. <laughs> but no, it's 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 that sort of. I mean, I think Antonio Brown is addicted to the limelight. Antonio Brown doesn't. He's the kind of guy that doesn't care if it's good pub or bad pub. He just wants pub. And uh, yeah, I I do think. I don't know, man. I feel like there's still a team that's going to be willing to take a chance on him. And I think, yeah, the team have no morals. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think the Ravens are in a spot where they're like, man, we've got a good team. We've got a shot at the Super Bowl. Let's get Antonio Brown in here. I mean, I feel like that's kind of where the Bucks were at. And yeah, until he screws up with that team. But then, I mean, you think about it, it's like, okay, is that like a, is that like, it not working out or is it like that kind of worked out we got what we wanted from ab he, he yeah he helped us win the super bowl he you know on the patriots he helped us win a game scored a touchdown and then we sent him off you know it's like i guess you have to weigh you know the cost yeah i think you take antonio brown in because he's he's ridiculously good at football yeah. like he's one of the best at football um and you you know weigh the cost of how crazy he is 
and say, is that worth winning? Maybe he can help you win here or there. Like, is yeah. the crazy worth it? And the Bucks finally said no, and he was off, you know. Um, but since he's been off the, I mean, he's been on like HBO talk real, real sports with Brian Gumble or whatever. Oh man. He's, he's been, been like, everything, he's yeah. doing this tour of where he's yeah. just like saying F you Tom Brady. And it's just like, wow. yeah. yeah, that isn't cool. Yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, I'm not a big fan of the guy. Yeah. Um, so I think he'll still get another shot to play though. He will. It'll probably be for the Ravens. And then, you know what? I think after that, he's just going to be like, uh, I'm done. Check out my new, uh, rap album. Yeah. Drops check. on, uh, <laughs> yeah. Drops uh, on Friday the 13th. What was it? <laughs> Pit, pit ain't the palace or something like that. His yeah. song. I came from the pit, not the palace. Pit, not the palace. <laughs> it's actually honestly. It's actually a pretty sick it's, song. Yeah, it's, it's pretty lie. catchy. Man. It was in my yeah. yeah it's, it's a good workout jam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that. All right, Sean Payton. We have breaking news. Uh, dude, we we were pretty quick on that news. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pretty quick on that news. Breaking breaking news. Um. Yeah. Come. Come to the nation Instagram. Follow us for that breaking news. Yeah. We get it. We get stuff up real quick. We get stuff out fast. Between the three of us, we we yeah. we hear things. Like I'm yeah. watching NFL Network all day long. So like that's I get paid to watch NFL Network. The so, genius. So I so no. so my job is to actually yeah know what's going on with news updates. So please follow us because we're gonna get stuff out quickly. And somehow Christian finds out stuff before me sometimes too, which I don't. Well, Christian, I just has. got every notification <laughs> like Yahoo Sports, NFL app. See. ESPN, whatever it can be, Look, man. We got, we got it Twitter, all. Twitter, yeah, all of it. Adam but, uh, Schefter is your uncle. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. Uncle but Chef. it really goes back to the fact that we got Noah Stradamus on our on our team. So. Noah Stradamus. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So uh, Sean Payton's out. How good do you think the Saints are gonna be without him? Depends on who their next head coach is. Um, if you from the list of head coaches, does it look good? I mean, there's there's some honestly solid guys out there. Um, I think what Sean Payton started to see was we're not winning a Super Bowl. We're not making a deep playoff run with the guys that we have now. Probably the best guy that is on their team is Alvin Kamara. You take a look at their defense. Cam got, Jordan. Yeah, Cam Jordan's getting old. And Mario Davis. Mario Davis is getting old. It's it's kind of just starting to be on the decline. And so, uh, where the heck is Michael Thomas? What Michael Thomas. Where is yeah. he? Where is he on the? Is he still on the Saints? He's still on the Saints. I think he was on like the, the the pup list or something like that. Oh, okay. I, uh, uh, I was like, where the heck did this guy go? Dude, yeah. he was so good. He was so good. He was like the Cooper Cup of that year. Yeah. I think Cooper Cup's better, but he was like the Cooper Cup of that year. Yeah, because Michael Thomas just ran ran uh, slant routes all year. Oh yeah, he caught so many passes that <laughs> yeah. year. He's the record, right, for most ever in yeah. season. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Cooper Cup almost broke it, but. uh not, so not close, enough. yeah. So close. Not enough slant routes, I guess. Yeah. Cooper Cup just gets open like crazy. He he really does. It's, it's pretty stupid. awesome. I don't. I, that's the play. Awesome. I tell if there's one player I, like that I could like sit down and study. I think it'd be Cooper Cup because every time I watch him, like I want, I'm like, I almost feel like, you know, he's a decent player and defenses just choose not to guard him. But I know that's not. I know that's not what's yeah. happening. I know defenses are trying to guard him, but he just gets open like crazy. But yeah, that'd be that'd be a player I want. I would want to study. I don't know if you guys saw Sean Payton's press conference it was about like two hours long oh wow like it, it was insane and he like had a lot of pauses in his responses so he really he really dragged it out but it sounded like he missed he missed drew Brees a lot yeah like he he actually tried to get drew Brees to come back <laughs> like he called him up during like the ian book saga being like we need you back man yeah and uh he was like drew if you don't come back i'm not gonna coach next year and Drew's like bet <laughs> <laughs> and now drew Brees is gonna be the head coach of the Saints. dude honestly 
That'd be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> There's Okay, so the Saints, before Drew Brees and Sean Payton, were not good at all. Mm-mm. They were like maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars at, at that time, right? Um, but now we associate the Saints with winning for so long because Drew Brees and Sean Payton were both there. Even this past season, I think without Sean Payton, they're not remotely as good. They they almost made the playoffs, I right? Mean, if, if they still have Jameis Winston, I think they're going to be good. Yeah. That's a question. So. Yeah. What I does that James. look like next year? I have no idea what's happening with their quarterback room, you know? Jameis? Is, is it Jameis Winston? Is he the future? <laughs> He's my future. He I was, love Jameis. He was dude. the best quarterback in week one. <laughs> I true, yeah. when when Stafford leaves the Rams, I'm not gonna lie, if Jameis is available, wouldn't mind having him. <laughs> there we go. Actually, you know, I thought about this. Matt Stafford, he was literally one year away. Right from going to the Rams, if he had entered the draft a year later, mm. Rams had the first overall pick. They took Goff. Yeah, but Stafford was the first overall pick the no. year prior, right? No. Yeah. It, it was. Um, I think he was like twenty. Sam Bradford. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yes, that's what I meant. I meant Sam Bradford. Sorry. Yeah. Sam Bradford was that with the year right yeah, after exactly. Stafford. Exactly. So Stafford was a year away from ending up with the Rams all along. It's crazy yeah. to think about. Sam Bradford just. He was, was just a little delicate. a lot of painful times in my yeah. life with Sam yeah. Bradford. But and Jeff Fisher. Yeah. You remember when uh, Nick Foles was on the Rams? That was, that was a good time. <laughs> it was. He sucked. There's some of those jerseys that, like, if you can track down, like a Nick Foles Rams jersey or, like— Ryan Fitzpatrick Rams jersey. Is Ooh. that a thing? Mm-hmm. See, those, those, if you guys have any of those jerseys— I'd like to see At us. one player play for every single NFL team. Ryan Fitzpatrick might be close. <laughs> yeah. He might be close. Bring bring back Josh McCown, you know, have him play for a few more teams. He's almost there. He's almost coaching. That would be my yeah. goal if I was like an Adrian Peterson type. I'd be like, I'm just going to see if I can get every single team. Peanut? Yeah. <laughs> he, hit, he hit like, what, three teams this season? <laughs> yeah. He, he did. Yeah. Okay. So Adrian Peterson, he's been on the Vikings, the Saints, the Lions, the, Lions, the Washington football team, the Cardinals. Cardinals. And Seahawks. Seahawks. I think that's it, right? Six teams? That's a lot Titans. of teams. Titans. Titans for, yeah, for a short stint there. Seven teams. That's impressive. Man, yeah. Yeah. Go, Adrian Peterson. AP. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, like, let's, yeah. So, the Saints were saying without Peyton ain't going to be that good. I mean, maybe if they get, let's let's do a little coaching gear, so. Step right up, step right up, the coaching carousel. You have to be this tall to ride. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking, sorry, Sean McVay, because he's short. Bruh. Bruh. Is Sean McVay the shortest head coach? He's young. But is he <laughs> the shortest? His he might is, be. His hair, his yeah, hair his hair's pretty tall. <laughs> yeah, um, so much wisdom in such a small <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> package. He's got big balls, Jeff. Uh, but yeah, no. So, um, <laughs> coaching carousel. So, who we got? We got. I think the the. So the, the Saints are the newest ones. On Saints the are the newest carousel, ones on the coaching carousel. Head coach to hop on. We've got man. We there's actually a lot of teams on this at at the current moment. So we've got the Bears. They're looking for a new head coach. The Vikings. The Broncos. The Dolphins, the Giants, the Raiders, the Texans, Jaguars, and then we get back to the Saints. Um, out of all of those, what do you guys think is the most appealing uh, job? job opening? Yeah, I think the most appealing job opening might be 
I mean, the Jaguars are appealing for a reason of their quarterback, right? Yeah. The Bears are kind of appealing for that same thing. You got this young quarterback. The Bears kind of have a good squad, I would say. Yeah. Um, Giants, I don't feel like that's very appealing. Yeah. Except for the fact that you're in New York, but with which could be a bad thing because the media in New York is like all about, you know, tearing you down. Yeah. You know, so the Dolphins actually might be a really good job. That would be my number one. Honestly, the Dolphins might be a good job. I still don't understand why they fired Brian Flores. I think it was such a stupid move. Yeah. I think they, they got trapped in I wanna be to I I want to be in the AFC. I think what they're doing is they saw the Bills, they saw the Chiefs, they saw all these high-powered offenses, which Brian Brian Flores just doesn't. He's a defensive guy. He's a defensive guy. He doesn't have that. Put him on an NFC team. But he could get an offensive coordinator, you know, that has that. So, yeah. and I, and I don't know if it's his fault or if it's too his, you know, who their quarterbacks fault. Yeah. I don't think their quarterbacks really the kind of guy that's going to put up that many yards and that many points. Um, but I think that had to have been what they were thinking. Yeah. So for me, I, I think a good fit would be Flores to the Bears. Okay. Or Flores to the Saints, honestly, because the Saints defense I think is still good. I think it's one of the best. I think they're just who they are and like the kind of guys they have is like these mean. Like, they're great. Yeah. They are. Yeah. We saw we saw them how they handled the Bucks. Yeah, they're hard. Exactly. They're they just they just you know. So I think Flores to the Saints might actually be pretty good too. Um, I mean, I think it depends on what you where you think Flores, you know, would thrive and does he thrive in a great offense that just needs defensive help, you know, and he would and he would bring that up, or or does he need great defensive pieces like in Denver that he can really utilize and create, you know, what he wants to build there? Yeah. And of course, like if Denver, if they got Aaron Rodgers or like a Russell Wilson or somebody, that would be. That would probably jump to be the most attractive uh, coaching, you know, position. I was just thinking that, yeah, Brian Flores in the Broncos. Like, I think personally, the Broncos' opening is the the tastiest, right? Mm. Like, you take a look at what you have on that team. You've got some great young wide receivers. You've got a great defense. Um, you know, even just adding a couple uh, like awesome defensive backs in this past draft and everything. Um, but Man, I feel that, like for that the team set up for success. I feel like for the Broncos though, they're kind of in that same thing where they want their offense to be great and hiring a defensive coordinator. Like they just got rid of a defensive a defensive guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that they got rid of him. Which is probably why their defense was so good. Yeah, it's so not long. exactly. Yeah. It's not because they want another defensive guy. I think they want like Eric Bieniemy or one Which, of these guys that yeah, yeah, but I guess are gonna be. That's what I would think. Eric Bieniemy being from right, he's from like Denver area, right? Yeah, I haven't heard. I've heard. Uh, the, I heard they ruled him out. Yeah, it seems like not many teams are talking about Eric Bieniemy, and it's I crazy. don't know if that's just because he's always like one of the last guys to get interviews because he, they're always playing so deep into the postseason, or if it's just because people. I have a hunch that Eric Bieniemy doesn't really want to be a head coach. Yeah. He's, I mean, at he's crushing it such as a, a good spot right now. Yeah. He's always in the Super Bowl. He's always late in the playoffs. If he leaves that st- it's it's like the whole uh what's that McDaniels, Josh McDaniels up in yeah. uh you know, he got the head coaching jobs at the Colts and then he turned it down after they said, "Yeah, you're a guy." He turns it down. Goes right back to the, you know, the hand that feeds him with Bill Belichick and he's like, "I'm going to be, you know, win a couple more Super Bowls with Tom Brady." And he did. Yeah. You know? So that's the thing is like Dan Quinn too. He kind of comes in that same thing where he yep. already got the reins to the Falcons. Yeah, he did go to a Super Bowl. Maybe some people are like, 
and maybe he wants to try it out again. I don't know, but I think when he was a DC for the Hawks, when he was a DC this last year for the Cowboys, he's great. He's a, such a great DC. Some guys shouldn't be a head coach. Like being a head coach and a defensive coordinator are vastly different. Being a defensive coordinator, yeah. you got to worry about one thing. You got to worry about the defense. Yeah. Being a head coach, you got to worry about are your players coming in on time? Are you yeah. know like all this extra stuff? You got to do a bunch more press conferences. You got to do a but you know prime so- example, man. Matt Nagy, he was the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs back in 2017, 2018, whenever whenever Patrick Mahomes yeah. became the MVP, and then he goes to the Bears. Garbage fire. <laughs> like, just can't handle the head coach position. I do wonder if he's going to wind up getting an offensive coordinator position on another team. But, yeah, another guy who uh, who bit the dust this season. Crazy. Yeah, yeah I mean, I feel – I've heard – I thought I've heard Eric Bieniemy say that he wants to be a head coach. That, yeah. He's taken interviews in past years, and, you know, he's – He's really wanted it, and even like the whole team has, like all the Chiefs have been like, yeah, we we don't understand why he hasn't been hired by any team yet. I mean, some um, people just don't interview well. Maybe he just doesn't interview maybe well. Maybe not. You know, because that's the thing is like we see what you're doing on the field, but like when you come in and you interview with us, like we are not confident in you. Yeah, what's that? I'm, I'm curious what's that about because if it's if if the product on the Chiefs field is a lot due to what his coaching is, obviously a lot of it's Mahomes and and Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, but if a lot of it is, you know, him, like, could you imagine if, like, let's say the Cowboys kept Dan Quinn as their DC and then they got Eric Bieniemy as, like, a either offensive coordinator or a head coach even to help out with their offense, like, all the weapons they have, like, there's so there's so many teams that, like, like the Cowboys that if they just had a little bit of a boost as far as coaching on the offense side could be unstoppable. But maybe Andy Reid is more of a mastermind than Eric Bieniemy. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it's, like, yeah. Andy Reid is the guy who's really running things and, like, because he's a good guy, he like lets you know Bianami kind of look like he's the guy, so he's always in the talks. But when they actually like go down, the owners sit down and talk with them. They're like, there might be a little disconnect. Like, is he really doing stuff over there, or is it more Andy Reid? Yeah. I don't know. There seems to be something it's weird tough to tell. You know, because he's just not getting these jobs, and you would think that like he is the guy that you would think would get oh, the job. The most electric offense yeah. in the whole league. Yeah. yeah. And people would take a shot if if so there must be something that's happening. I don't know if it's him not really wanting it and yeah. kind of giving off that vibe in the interviews like mm, maybe I, you know, yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know cuz even like when you when you look at teams hiring coaches, they think about optics too, about what it looks like and that would be a great look for any team to like it, they would look smart to to hire that, you know, that's easy to explain to the press, easy to explain to your fan base why you're hiring this guy. So that's yeah, I wonder what's going on. Yeah, personally, I have no problem with him staying as the right. offensive coordinator. That's what I'm saying. The same I thing mean, with Raheem Morris with the Rams like Exactly. We always get a guy. The Rams are classic you guys have new coordinators every every year, year. <laughs> and it's frustrating because we have some great guys come in like i would love to have an eric Bieniemy come in and be our guy for the five six years i would love that because yeah. rams are the opposite every offensive coordinator every defensive coordinator we get becomes a head coach somewhere yeah and it's just like even your quarterback coach or your, yes your like right, literally everybody coach. it's the whole squad every time um and so maybe maybe yeah i mean it, and the probably that reason is because everyone that goes out is from McVay's staff is low key kind of successful. Yeah. Um, I wonder who the, all the Andy Reid guys are. I know Matt Nagy was one, not so successful. Yeah, I mean, there's been a man Andy Reid. I think he has one of the largest coaching trees out there. Uh, I think John Harbaugh was uh, was in his tree. Dude, one uh, of my favorites. Ever. Yeah. Doug Peterson was in his tree. Ron Rivera was in his tree. Um, you got some good guys in there. And it's still going, you know, Matt Nagy, obviously not great. 
but uh, someday I, mean, I think Eric even like I mean Doug Peterson got fired too. I think he he actually might get a coaching position. He might this year. He might. Yeah, there's been a couple former head coaches whose names have gotten thrown out there. Doug Peterson, Jim Caldwell. Honestly, Jim I would Caldwell. love to see Jim Caldwell back back as a in head action, coach. dude. Yeah, because I mean he had the best record for the Lions. Like since like no one has even matched what he did with the Lions since then. So yeah, it's kind of because Todd Bowles was the head coach for the Jets too. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he's had a lot of success with D.C. With he's had the some Bucks. interviews, too. So I think Todd Bowles would be an interesting hire. I don't know. Like, that's the same thing. Like, I think he's a good D.C. I don't know if he should be a head coach. Mm. But he also was a yeah. head coach of the Jets. So you can't really, yeah. you know. There, There's some teams where once that coach leaves, you're like, oh, I don't think it was the coach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think this team oh, was yeah. just exactly. awful. All right, guys. So... The coaching carousel, there's a lot of guys out there. There's also former players, like we're saying, Josh McCown and Heinz Ward. Yes, sir. I that, would love to see those guys. Anytime yeah, a player comes back to coach, I know we even talked about like Drew Brees and his impact on the Saints. If he came back to coach, I know there's been talk about Brady potentially coming back as a coach one day it when kind he of, retires. Is it kind of weird, though, to like be a player and then just come back as a head coach? Like I feel like a lot of coaches, you know, you go through the – Quarterback coach, yeah, OC, yeah. you know, just to go straight to head coach, like that is weird, strange, yeah, you know. Yeah. I I could see maybe someone being like, oh, Heinz Ward, you're, you know, the receivers coach. That would make so much sense. Yeah. All of a sudden, maybe one year's receivers coach, see see what he could bring, bring him as an OC, be an OC for a couple years, head coach. Like I think that would make sense. Yeah. Going from just analy- an- <laughs> analyzer. To uh, just straight to a head coach, like, seems... <laughs> That's a good word. Seems weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Josh McCown was coaching uh, high school football there. True. Same thing with Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, potential head coach candidate. You know, True. He'd be, the, he'd be fun to get on a sideline, right? Yeah. Gosh, nabbit. Dang, slabber doo Dang, flab it. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, hey, guys, we've, we've been talking for a while. Um, we're actually going to have another episode this week, too, so stay tuned for that. That's going to be our tutter and shutters for the next week. Kind of talk about some Super Bowl matchups. Um, but, hey, big shout-out to Tutter Tim, Tutter Tommy, Tommy Tuna. Let's go, boys. Um, we're guys going to get your merch out there. Can't wait to uh, talk with you guys again. We are Tutter Nation, and we out. <laughs>